Hello, everyone, and welcome to the last time that we're going to call this Thursday Live Lesson. My name is Aldrin. Joining me are these two fine gentlemen, Mr. Aaron, the voice, Nakamura. Say yo. <laughs> yo. And Mr. Kahai, the legend, Fergan. Say what, what? <laughs> <laughs> are we really going on on that? <laughs> what, what? <laughs> and uh, yeah, this is Thursday Live Lesson. We answer any and all of your questions. You send us questions, we answer them. If we don't have questions, we're just going to talk story. Maybe maybe we'll talk about ukulele, maybe not. I don't know. Just come along with the ride. It's fun. We have fun. It's live. It is Thursday Live Lesson. So if you guys want, you can communicate with us and um, you can yeah, you can ask us questions live and stuff or just, you know, see how Kai is doing. What whatever. Whatever. We just we just have fun, right, Kai? That's what people like to say, right? Just let's just go and have some fun. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the fun <laughs> podcast. People say that. <laughs> <laughs> no, but for real, um, hang out with us, ask us questions, talk story. That's really all it is, because um, that's what we like to do here at Ukulele on the Ground. We like to help out people with their ukulele, or just help in general, right? You know, like help help people out on like what what stocks to get, right, Kahai. <laughs> like some financial help no, if people uh, want you know uh, <laughs> I think we, we cannot to... give out financial yeah. advice no, 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 that's no. It. gotta put that like little legal disclaimer words on the bottom of the screen none of this is financial <laughs> advice or medical advice or medical yeah, yeah please take, take yeah. it at your own risk yeah take yeah. it your own all the recipes that I do really eat at your own risk ukulele <laughs> 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 advice yeah I guess you could you could say that we kind of know what we're doing but even even then, maybe, maybe even then, there might be a, there might have to be a disclaimer. They're like, Andre told me to change my strings like this, and my string popped out, whacked me in the eye, and now I'm like, I'm like, oh no, I'm sorry. You know, like I don't. He said, he said I could tune it up a whole step, is what he said. You know, like, so I bought soprano strings to put on my tenor, and, and I tuned it up by a whole step. What? Uh, Poke my eye out. <laughs> we we can't call ourselves. I don't think we can call ourselves the most popular ukulele podcast yeah. on the internet. But when that's, we re- that's true. When, <laughs> that's dang true. When we rebrand, can we call ourselves the tastiest ukulele podcast? Oh, okay. <laughs> All right, maybe you know. <laughs> For, for all your, your tasty ukulele needs. And they, right? they can't prove it wrong, right? Because taste is uh, objective. So yeah. yeah, there you go. The tastiest ukulele pod. That's, that's our tagline, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or that should be like a quote like that you put in the, um, you know, like the Apple, like um, iTunes review or whatever. You, like mm-hmm. you make a review. That should be like the five-star review. Just say it's the tastiest ukulele podcast available today. Okay. Yeah. But I mean, you know, uh, I've I've listened to a bunch of podcasts. I think a, a lot of uh, you know a lot of ukulele podcasts are fine. We are you know like uh, one of uh, one of the podcasts out there. But there's some there's some fun ones. Abi has has a really cool one. I think like the the people from um, Denver ukulele community has like mm-hmm. a, a Steve. podcast. Steve, yeah, what's that Steve. podcast called? Oh, Stu, not Steve. Stu. Yeah. What's a pod called? Ooktown Podcast. Ooktown Podcast. I have been on it like a bunch of times. <laughs> yeah. Sorry, Stu. You were just on it. <laughs> it was just like last month. But yeah, it's, you know, there's some great podcasts because you want to listen to those podcasts. But maybe not as tasty. Right, Kai? Uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> not, it's not not tasty, but... <laughs> it's not as tasty. You can't, can't say it's the tastiest. Yeah, what flavor is this podcast, Kai? What, 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 how would you describe the taste of this podcast? Uh, what is like some, <laughs> the some... lily koi butter? <laughs> Does it have good mouthfeel? <laughs> I'm trying to think of uh, words from like Willy Wonka. Like, the, the what is it? The 
They, the berries taste like berries. Uh, snozzberries. Snozzberries. <laughs> Come on, man. Come on. Come on. Get your Willy Wonka references in order. You're part of this podcast, guy. You've been, you've been here a long time. My, I'm, my sister act two, uh, is, is all shined up and ready. I gotta get my Willy Wonka. I always ready. told you, Kai, if you wanna be somebody, if you wanna go somewhere, then you better wake up and pay attention. <laughs> I, I I can't I, I don't know the words to Mary had a little lamb. <laughs> Yo, Mary had a little lamb. Uh, feet feet is white as little. Fleece. Oh, <laughs> feet. <laughs> That's yeah, yeah, I, yeah, I know. Yeah, okay, okay. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah, I'm trying to play the thing with you. It's fleece. <laughs> your, your acting was just too Yeah, good. it was too good, right? Right? Yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. anyway, sorry. <laughs> this yeah. is an ukulele. This is an ukulele. I swear. To, I swear. This is, you know, I I swear, there's an ukulele podcast. Let's start talking ukulele, right, Kai? Mm-hmm. Let's go for it. What's our first question that we're about to answer right now? Uh, what's oh. our what's our um, cliffhanger question from last week? Oh yeah, Let's start with that. Mm. Uh, that was your question, right? Ang? Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. So uh, someone contacted me. Mm-hmm. Um, they said that they're uh, left. They're left-handed, mm. but right. they've never played an instrument before, and they're learning mm. ukulele for the first time. Like. Do they need to learn left the left-handed way? Do they mm-hmm. have to restring their ukulele? What like what mm-hmm. do you recommend for them to do? What do I recommend for them to do? Okay, well, you know, um, there's there's a few ways, and ultimately, like the short answer is just do what's comfortable for you. That's the short answer. If you want to, you know, if you want to pick up a right-handed ukulele, play it right-handed. If you're comfortable with that, go for it. If you pick up a right-handed ukulele, but then you play it left-handed like this. And that feels good for you, go for it. So my dad plays, you know, like I'm not about to tell my dad that he's doing it wrong, you know, like, and, uh, uh, but if you wanna, you know, if you wanna take a right handed ukulele, switch the strings around, go ahead and do so because you're not about to tell Jimi Hendrix that you can't do that, you know, because that's what Jimi Hendrix did. He's a left handed guitar player, took a right handed guitar, just switched up the, um, the, the strings. And what I mean by switching up the strings, the strings, from from a right hand you know point of view, it goes G C E A, right? G C E A. Okay. Um, from a left hand's perspective, it's going to be A E C G. But if you're playing it left hand and you took the strings and turned it upside down, where in, if you're holding it this way, and it's G C E A. Okay. So you would do exactly what you know. Exactly the same, you know, the same thing as a right, right-handed ukulele player will do. It might actually be easier for a left-handed player to uh, switch out their strings and um, and just kind of yeah, turn the strings upside down and play it left-handed. Not only will it feel natural for you as a left-handed player, but it's also easy to watch tutorials because it's basically just mirroring tutorials. Like tutorials are are made for mostly right-hand players, if not all. I don't know if I've seen a left-hand tutorial. There, I'm sure there are, you know, but um. There, it's it's kind of just like mirroring what they're doing, so it might even be easier in the long run. But ultimately, uh, ultimately, like I said, it boils down to whatever you want to do. There's all these options for you, and um, I mean the, the options are available to us right-handers too. If I wanted to play left-hand, nothing's really stopping me from doing that. Nothing's stopping me from flipping the um, you know flipping the strings around. And um, don't worry too much if you're just starting out and a beginner. Don't worry too much about like well the uh, saddle is made for this or don't worry. Just you know just 
go for it. As long as the um, the tension is is correct and you're not taking you know like the same G C E A strings and then like tuning them you know like just like turning it this way and then tuning it like G C E A. You're turning your you tuning your A string to a G and your C string to uh, to an E or whatever, you know, like as long as it's not that, or your E string to a C, I should say, as long as you're not doing that, as long as you're actually taking the strings out and, um, and either replacing the strings or, um, installing the strings the opposite way, then, uh, then you should be all good. Yeah. <laughs> I think, I oh, what I told them was yeah. to learn it right-handed. Oh yeah, <laughs> that's that like was the, that was the first thing I said. I'm like, if you want, you can learn it right-handed. No, no, I mean, told it to you. Just because there are so many mm-hmm. more benefits to learning mm-hmm. it right, right-handed. Yeah. Mm-hmm. If you don't have any um, experience playing any instruments before. Mm-hmm. I, I would recommend yeah, that's true like right no. off the bat like that you don't have to do anything you don't have to switch your strings mm-hmm. you don't have to worry about learning upside learn down yeah. or mirroring you just mm-hmm. learn it mm-hmm. and like most teachers if you get a teacher they'll learn they'll teach you like mm-hmm. they'll be familiar with right handed mm-hmm. they'll be able to teach you that way yes. easier yeah. than than that's you true know. it's harder to find like uh uh Left handed teacher who teaches it where the strings are like upside down, right? Yeah. yeah. Like they're holding and it. then like all that's of pretty rare. Yeah, all of the chord charts will mm-hmm. will be for right handed players. Mm-hmm. All of the tabs will be for right handed players. Yeah. All of the resources online will pretty much be for right handed players. I, so mm-hmm. it's just easier. Yeah. Because well, there's uh there's three main guys here in Ukulele on the ground. It's myself, Aaron, and, and Ryan. I mean Kahai, you know, he's he's the main guy here too, but the three main owners of Ukulele on the ground uh, is Ryan is not is not here. Nobody really sees Ryan anymore. But Ryan is a left hand um, left hand <laughs> guitar player. But he plays guitar. Also ukulele player. He plays ukulele too. But he plays his ukulele the regular way, like right hand. You know, like he's yeah. kind of forced himself to do uh, yeah. that. Kalei is a yeah. is a left handed is another play. one. Yeah. yeah, But you know, like but I said, he plays right handed. There's yeah. there's a lot of you know there's a lot of uh, left handed people who who turn their strings around as well. Like Jimi Hendrix is you know is is <laughs> one, and there's you know like my dad is another one who just kind of just plays it upside down. So there's all you know there's all ways. But what Aaron said is definitely true. You know, like um, uh, finding somebody to teach you uh, left-handed is going to be a lot more rare than you know trying to learn it uh the regular way because you can find regular you know right-hand players and right-hand teachers a lot easier but if you're learning through tutorials and stuff um like i mentioned because I've, I've had people who have turned it you know the uh, the opposite way who are on the um who are on the private lessons and some of them tell me that it's easier and that's why i mentioned that because it's yeah, just yeah. kind of like mirroring what they see online you know yeah it's there is a perception though mm-hmm. that because i'm left-handed it's gonna be easier for me to play a left-handed ukulele but mm. that's not no, necessarily no, true no. yeah like the amount the, the amount of work you use with both your left and right hand mm-hmm. is the same regardless mm-hmm. of you know whether mm-hmm. you're strumming with your left hand or you're, or mm-hmm. you're holding chords with your left hand mm-hmm. so it's, yeah because you're using both of your hands anyway yeah. mm-hmm. and if you're left-handed and you're playing it like the the traditional right-handed way mm-hmm. then your left hand will be faster and you'll pick probably yeah. a yeah, lot like faster. Calais. yeah <laughs> like Calais yeah, is, Calais yeah. is like an, a good example mm-hmm. people people probably would like do like mm-hmm. counter argument to that like oh don't doesn't my the my dominant hand need to mm-hmm. be the one that you know speeds up or whatever mm-hmm. but at a certain point of your level you're gonna have to learn how to be professional pro- proficient with 
both your left and right hand. Yeah, right? they work together. Like, yeah, yeah. It, it's kind of like a, a baseball player, right? There's mm-hmm. lefties and righties. But then, you know, they're either catching with their left hand and throwing with their right mm-hmm. or catching with their right hand and throwing with your left. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So both need to, you need to be dexterous in different ways with yeah. them. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Sure. So it's yeah. kind of, yeah, it's kind of funny to me because like, I feel like guitar and ukulele and string instruments, mm-hmm. people, a lot of adults, because if you give a kid an uh, instrument, they're not going to care if they're left or right handed and they're just going to copy whatever they see first, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. So it's not a big deal to them. But adults have this like hang up of like, I'm left handed, so I need to learn left handed yeah. and stuff. I am a left handed person. And, <laughs> and it seems yeah. to be pretty common with string instruments. And mm-hmm. I, I don't think I've heard like, you know, drummers being like somebody learning to play the drums and being like, well, I'm I'm left handed. So does uh, my snare hand need to be closer <laughs> here or does I've seen does that it, too, yeah. where like people like will reverse their drum mm-hmm. set if yeah. they're, they're left-handed. But like, see, I, see yeah. that's that's the thing too, right? If mm-hmm. you're if you're a, like a left-handed drum mm-hmm. player and you play that way, you have to switch around yeah, a whole kit. And then the same thing with ukulele. If you're mm-hmm. if you're a left-handed player and you, you play, play left-handed, mm-hmm. you mm-hmm. can't play mo- like 99% of yeah. you, you can't just sure. pick up somebody oh, ukulele. else's ukulele and play that's- it. That's what uh, I mentioned. My dad was, uh, mm-hmm. you know, like um, a, a left-handed person who uh, who played it upside down, and that's yeah. the reason why he played it upside down, so that because, he could play other yeah, people's... he could play other people's guitars yeah. and stuff. Because yeah. uh, you know, like he's he's a man from like a third-world country. Like it's not like everyone had their own guitars. Like one guitar for like ten people, yeah, and, yeah. you know, ten of his friends or whatever. The village so, guitar, exactly. <laughs> and, and it's not like. Um, they, they're gonna agree to him just tuning it upside down or whatnot. He just had to learn it upside down because yeah. he refused to learn it like uh, right-handed. So he, he did it that way, and that was his excuse—not yeah. excuse, but it was his reason. But you... but this this lady said that she's left-handed, mm-hmm. but she also does some things with her right yeah, hand. Okay, and and when she held the ukulele, she could hold it comfortably either mm-hmm. way. Mm-hmm. And so in that case, like might as well learn it right-handed. Might as well. Okay, well if that's the case, yeah. If she's comfortable with both. Um, yeah, it'll be like another Calais kind of situation that you might actually be better like doing it that way because mm-hmm. of your left hand um, as far as like moving up the neck and stuff might be you know might be good. So it just depends, and I'll I'll stick with my first answer of like whatever feels good for you. Like ultimately, it's it's you know it's your decision whatever feels good for you. But I, if it feels good doing it, you know doing it the right hand, stick stick with it. I, I would argue too that like mm-hmm. if you're brand new, never touched an ukulele before, mm-hmm. try not to go into it thinking like. I'm left-handed. It's gonna feel more comfortable if I hold it like this. Yeah, it's gonna oh, feel yeah, awkward yeah. either way. It is, it is. <laughs> yeah. So, because I mean, imagine now, for all of you beginners out there, imagine the first time you held your ukulele. You know, like it's not like you, you know, you held it. And you're like, oh, I know exactly what to do with this. It's still like, oh, where do I put my fingers? Yeah, or weird. My what yeah. part of my finger do I yeah, use? Exactly. How we, do I cradle it with my <laughs> other arm? <laughs> we, we've also seen that right where people say like, I'm having such a hard time strumming. Mm-hmm. It must be because I'm left-handed. And my right hand isn't as strong. And it's mm-hmm. like, yeah, maybe, maybe yeah, but maybe. there's just as much right-handed people who mm-hmm. struggle with strumming as well, too. Mm-hmm. It, it's a thing that, yeah, it, once you, you keep going, you kind of realize, like, oh, it doesn't really matter what mm-hmm. handed you are. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I, I would say, like, kind of to sum it up, too, like, uh, playing, if you're left-handed and you just play the the way that most people play you know left hand is holding mm-hmm. chords right hand is drumming mm-hmm. uh that's easy because it has the most resources mm-hmm. if you play it like flipped over the other way that's like where aldrin was saying like you can 
pick up somebody else's ukulele and just play it. Mm-hmm. And then the benefit of like swapping the strings is you can see what the other person is doing right and just copy the same uh, finger positions as uh, like uh, most tutorials online or video stuff. But then the downside of that is that you probably will always need to carry your own ukulele. Yeah. And you can never like if somebody's you go to a jam. Yeah, try or this go, out. Yeah. Like, oh, I really like the sound of your ukulele. Can I try it out? Like, you're either going to have to know how to play a little bit of mm. the, you know, like, left-handed way, or you're going to have to, like, flip it over like you're yeah. saying, too. And so. then, I mean, yeah. It's, it's <laughs> going to be interesting because even if you're like, oh, you know, I guess I could just play it upside down and stuff. But, like, the downstrum is going to be, like, the upstrum. Yeah. It's, yeah. It's, it's all I, it's, I would it's say, tough. yeah, if, if yeah. everything, like, everything considered, just playing it right-handed is, mm-hmm. like, the easiest plug and play yeah. way like mm-hmm. if you learn it that way it's so much easier mm-hmm. for you in the so long run so you're saying to just fall in line <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> i mean if you can <laughs> if you can't if you yeah. absolutely can't then do it yeah. however it feels comfortable if there's mm-hmm. yeah if you have like such uh, if you have something that you just feel like i just cannot get this then yeah mm-hmm. yeah try but, but learning anything is brand yeah, you know it feels brand new every time you and learn it's, it's gonna be a lot of work so mm-hmm. yeah depending you know i mean not depending but uh regardless of which which finger you're more dominant with you're still ha- you still have to put in this, you know a huge amount of work you mm-hmm. know to get proficient at it right. so hopefully that answers your question we had some great discussion out of that you know we, we all had different things to say now uh, what does the audience have does the audience have any questions for us kahai before we move on to the emails, because I know people are live. There, there's like th- hundreds of thousands of people right now just waiting, you know, to ask us questions. Right? I know, like uh, Renee <laughs> and I think Rob okay. were talking about mentioned that like uh, Barack Obama is left-handed, but he plays ukulele like you know mm-hmm. the normal. Barack Obama plays ukulele. Uh, I, I, I I'm, I'm not so. into politics, so that's why you guys never hear anything about politics in this show. <laughs> and, <laughs> and and like. Yeah, kind of like if you learn ukulele mm-hmm. here in Hawaii, mm-hmm. the the chance is that uh, maybe they changed it from when I was went to school. But mm-hmm. I remember uh, uh, I had a classmate who's like, "I'm a left-handed. I need to play mm-hmm. a left-handed ukulele." Mm-hmm. And the kumu like tried to get it, like, "No, just play it like this." Yeah, because we have a cart of ukuleles. They're all <laughs> yeah. tuned right-handed. I'm not gonna do one yeah. just for you. Yeah, that was, there was like, one exact, in my school. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Because the teacher was left out. Oh. She did it that way. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, so. yeah but the, uh, is the teacher going to sacrifice no, her no, no, ukulele no, 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 for, no. for some kid? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. There was one. There was one. So, um, and you can borrow it during recess time. And like that one, because it's like the school, you know, like lent her that ukulele. <laughs> you could borrow that uke, but not like during class time and stuff. <laughs> yeah. But like in uh, in recess time, you could. <laughs> yeah. I remember that classmate, he had like the hardest time though. Because the teacher was like, mm-hmm. if you, you're not going to like give up or you're you know if you you you're stuck on you have to use it where you're cording with your your mm-hmm. right hand mm-hmm. just take this regular ukulele and then flip all the court the charts upside down yeah and i remember him like he struggled <laughs> more because because of that so yeah, that yeah. Is it, like, it is harder to play yeah. the chords upside mm-hmm. down mm-hmm. just because like the b flat would be really hard to do that's true no you could just um yeah you could just bar and then do stuff on the bottom <laughs> yeah. right like that yeah. like i mean it just looks super weird yeah, yeah but then again just, i don't know every time i see like i see like a mandolin player i'm like that's a weird that's way to weird, play that yeah. chord you yeah. know like so it's kind of a 
like you you you're probably more likely to learn how to bar earlier if you mm-hmm. do flip it upside down because mm-hmm. a lot of the things you're gonna have to do is like either barring it or mm-hmm. you're not gonna yep. just hold like a couple strings yeah yep. like that's that's what the standard tuning and like playing it right-handed is kind of made for mm-hmm. so uh any other live uh questions Can we I had questions uh last week so okay let's get uh, through that Renee asked, do you always play a tenor? Um, no, I don't always play a tenor. Um, here on the show, yes, but also no. Because <laughs> um, I think I've explained this before. Uh, for ukulele on the ground, when we do the, um, do the play-alongs, I, I record the play-alongs and then we, you know, then we record the video. But I record the audio first. And most of the time I do the audio, especially the, um, the rhythm part, I do those with sopranos or a, uh, a super soprano. Now I just um, uploaded a new video on my YouTube, and I was using a baritone ukulele in uh, in that video, and I was also using a super soprano and also tenor. But um, I use a tenor only because I feel like it's it's an all-purpose ukulele for teaching you. You know, like I have all the frets that I need. The sound is big, so if I'm like teaching, say, a bunch of uh, you know a bunch of kids in a classroom, this ukulele will cut through because it's such got it got such a big sound and, and it's it's louder than than say a soprano ukulele. Um, and it's I've just kind of adapted through that because I used to you know perform with a um, with a concert ukulele. I had a concert ukulele until I got the applause and when i got the uh, tenor applause ukulele that's when i started using tenors but for the most part i'm actually a big fan of concert ukes because um concert ukes has the has the frets that i need because back then like all sopranos were were only 12 frets Mm -hmm. i I don't know when they started you know giving like adding more frets to it because back then yeah like i couldn't play uh, i was learning stuff and i had a soprano uke and um, I still had a soprano uke when, when I when I heard body surfing for the first time. You know, I'm just like, I, I know what note that is. You yeah, know, yeah like, it's well, higher than yeah, what, exactly. the, the note that I have, the highest so, note that I have. And um, you know, and I think that was around the same time where I bought the uh, the concert uke, just because like I was learning some uh, some pure heart stuff. I was learning some Kyle Crater Boy stuff, and I loved it. I love the sound. Of a, of a concert uke because it's yeah like i mentioned it's got enough frets um so that i can play you know all the songs in in my library um but it's also still got that sweet innocent ukulele like small instrument sound and, mm-hmm. uh, that the ukulele should have the, the tenor ukulele loses a lot of that innocence because it's got that bigger sound it's closer to or like a tenor guitar you know would be but tenor as far as ukulele um, and, and teaching and performing it's just like a, a good tool to um to use because it's got everything it's got it's got the big sound and it's got the frets like i was saying uh it's it's easier to teach because it's like you know it's, it's like a bigger it's a bigger uke so when you're trying to be like okay well this is our c chord and whatnot so it looks it looks a lot more clear you know for people especially uh, people in, in, the, in the back of the room or whatnot and uh, i've just kind of adapted it uh into my into my teaching so i like i like tenors and a lot of my um ukulele heroes have played tenors um Troy Fernandez, um, Jake Shimabukuro, like those guys all play tenor. So I was like, oh, I guess I'll play tenor for my show. <laughs> my show. It's, uh, I guess that's what people, that's what people use. So <laughs> I was just kind of influenced by that. But if I had it my way, I think I'd still be playing a, a, a concert if I wasn't like inspired by all these other guys. But um, Herb Walter plays a a uh, soprano uh, like a Martin soprano ukulele at his you show. mean like uh, Ota-san Ota-san yeah Ota-san mm-hmm. I heard yeah. Ota yeah. junior but yeah. Ota senior 
plays uh, plays a soprano. I think super soprano. Mm-hmm. Uh, and is I'm, it? Is I it? I don't know. Actually, there's a lot of there's a lot of uh, frets on it though. The, oh, really? Maybe it's like I a regular the, soprano, but it's got like you know extra frets. I, I don't know. Yeah, I think the Ota the Ota Sun um, model for. Kamaka is a super soprano, right? Is it? I thought it was or a super concert. Super concert. Yeah, because it's Something that, that like bell shape. It's definitely smaller than a tenor. Yeah. So like, and there is such thing as a uh, um like a uh, like a grand concert size ukulele or grand what? There's it's all sorts of sizes of ukulele. It's not just the <laughs> yeah. three or four main sizes. It's yeah. there's ones in between there too, and it's it's one of the you know one of the more like uncommon ones. Yeah. I, I uh, watched uh, Coco over yeah. the weekend. How was it? Did you uh, cry? Yeah. I, it was, <laughs> yeah, but no, no. There was not yeah. about that. <laughs> I, was, uh, I was actually kind of laughing yeah. for the movie because nice. I was like, this movie is made for Aldrin. Yeah. <laughs> I told you. Yeah. Like when he's like, he crawls into his little hidey space with his uh, handmade guitar and then yeah. he's like playing along to VHS tapes. I'm like, oh my gosh. Did they, they you know, it hits, after it's your life. Yeah. Yeah. My grandma's name is Cecilia. Like my dad's name is Miguel. And uh-huh. then, you know, like it's just all kinds of (laughs) so like yeah (laughs) so when you're saying like oh i had a soprano and i couldn't go up the fret to play it's like yeah that that's like (laughs) when he's like playing too and he has to tune with like a plier to (laughs) have you seen coco no i haven't oh jeez that movie what'd you think kahai yeah, it was mm-hmm. a good movie. I liked it. Said better than Wonder Woman '84. Uh, <laughs> I haven't seen it, but yeah, I think so. I've, I've, I've uh, heard I'm that sure. movie was not that great. I, ha- I haven't seen it, and I don't think I need to see it. So uh, yeah, yeah, I'll just yeah. say it, it, it is better. Coco. If you guys have not, you know, if you guys like animated films and don't mind crying in front of other people, or if you know, if if you just want to watch it by yourself, like definitely Coco. It's it's a tear jerker. I love <laughs> love love that movie. Soundtrack is awesome. The visuals are great. It's got like the brightest colors for you know for a film that's supposed to be about the dead. You know, it's kind of cool. I, I dig it. Mm-hmm. I dig it. And um, I like I like that that the um the philosophy that they have in there that you die two times. One when you you die physically, and second time is when people. F- stop talking about you when people forget you mm-hmm. you know it's like oh that's it's beautiful man it's mm-hmm. beautiful mm-hmm. i'm gonna i'm gonna talk about you kahai as long as i can okay <laughs> keep you keep you alive as long as i can i'm gonna be like uh the that old guy who's like holding the guitar when they yeah. go to the other side <laughs> Audrey is forgetting me. <laughs> Put you uh, my ofrenda. Oh, thank you. Oh. Put you my ofrenda. It's cool. Al cool. uh, is gonna be like, why do we have that guy? He's not even a part of our family. Hey, hey you don't talk about your uncle Kahai like that. <laughs> or, or my uh, my grand my great grandson is like, you don't talk about your great 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 uncle Kahai like that. <laughs> it, it'd be funny if it's like I can come back for Japanese Obon season and then I can come back for Day of the Dead too. Because two yeah. places. But good stuff. Because I haven't seen that movie. So good. My favorite Pixar movie, definitely my my favorite Pixar movie. It used to be up, my favorite Pixar movie, but it's it's definitely been surpassed by Coco. Mm. It's it's awesome. I okay. cu- I couldn't put my recommendation any harder. <laughs> it's uh, that. There's one movie you watched this year, that one, Coco. All right, anyway, question. 
so Art has a, a question relating to your Ute too. Yes. And he says, any reason you typically use your current ukulele for live classroom slash jams as opposed to your signature model? Mm, very good question. Um, there, there are various reasons, and one main, and the main reason is because I'm in front of a camera. The, uh, the other ukuleles that, that I have that are in my signature series are they're all glossy ukuleles. So when we uh, when we film them, it's like they they reflect and they're a little distracting, you know, or like you can the, see the camera. Yeah, the you can see the camera and stuff. So. And another reason is like I don't want to be too flashy or like look at this uke that I have that you you know like that ninety nine percent of you including myself can't afford you know like I can't <laughs> afford that ukulele myself if if they didn't make it and, and gave it to me and, and give it to me I don't know if I can afford an ukulele like that you know it's yeah. like it's it's it's, it's pricey and I, I you know I acknowledge that so I want to be able to um, to showcase an ukulele that that. Is uh, it does the job, and I want to be able to convey that no matter what ukulele you use, you can make good music out of it. And you can, uh, you know, it, it. Yeah, it's how you play it. Like uh, I always live by that whole. It's um, you know, it's not the I forgot what the what the exact quote is, but a a real <laughs> a real master can paint a masterpiece with any paintbrush. Really, is is what it is. So. Um, with uh, but mainly the main reason is because cameras, you know. Um, but yeah, also I don't I don't want people to be like, oh, he only sounds, good. you know, he's only good because he's using that ukulele or whatever. No, that's not. Like I don't want people to to ever think anything like that. Like oh, like I can't play that song that he's teaching because I don't have the kind of ukulele that he has, you know. And <laughs> oh, thank there you, <laughs> thank you, Kahai, man. Yeah. Also. <laughs> oh, also your um, your signature ukulele doesn't have fret markers fret, on yep. the front. Yeah, so that's also so. This is basically what um, you know. This is a teaching ukulele. Um, myself and Joe Souza has uh, has collaborated to create this ukulele. This finish did not like exist in the Kanilea line before we made this ukulele because the uh, the finish to this is called a an e-silk there's an e-silk ukulele which is a silk finish a nice um in between uh, between a satin finish and a gloss finish okay uh this finish was uh first used by Kanilea on my um on my neck so the neck, all the neck profiles on all the Aldrin models have a silk neck to it. And it's like one of the first times that um, that, that Joe used it. It's it's I don't know if it's a secret or whatever. So I don't want to say what he does because he might get mad at me if I like reveal what what you know too much of what we do. But we kind of developed it together. So this is one of the uh, one of the things that we both collaborated on. Okay, because I wanted to you know I didn't want a full satin because if I had a full satin ukulele, if I did this, you guys would hear it. Because because it's like, you know, satin is going to make all that noise, right? And, um, and, but I didn't want it to be too glossy either. So there's a nice little middle ground between uh, gloss and, uh, and satin. So because, so Joel's like, you know, what should we call this new finish? You know, we got satin, we got gloss. I'm like, why don't we call it silk? Because it's like, you know, it's like smooth as silk. And that's, uh, that's what I told him when I ran my fingers through the back of the, the neck profile of my, uh, my Aldrin model. So it's like, ah, oh, silk. And I told them, like, can we just, you know the thing that you do for the necks? Can we just build an entire, like, you know, can we just do that for the whole ukulele instead of just the neck? And he's like, I, I don't see why not. So thus, the e-silk was born. Yeah. A lot of people don't realize, like, 
how much stuff me and Joe kind of collaborated with on that for Kanile Ukulele as well. We made a lot of stuff together, and this is definitely one of the coolest things that we've done. Yeah, it, it's meant to kind of look just like, you know, you run, run the mill Kanile Uke, but it's so much more. And honestly, this is no cap. This is one of the best sounding ukuleles that I own. Mm-hmm. That's like, and Kahai and Aaron will attest to that. Like that D-shaped sound hole ukulele that came by here and stuff. It sounds good, but this honestly sounds better. Yeah, who's to say <laughs> yeah. if like in 10 years, yeah. how they'll, they'll both sound? Mm-hmm. Uh, right I, now, have a, yeah. I have a feeling though that as this one ages more, right? Mm-hmm. It's just going to get better and better. So it's yeah. kind of, yeah. Yeah, this honestly sounds better. It's just that's just my uh, I I really dig this ukulele. I like how it sounds, and I like that it's simple because it's one of those like unassuming kind of you know kind of ukes where you don't think it's gonna sound as good as as good as it it, it actually sounds. But I, and since I don't really let this thing out of here, like out of the office, like um, I don't get to destroy it <laughs> like in my car or on the road or anything like that or performances. So it really just stays here and this is mainly just a um a teaching ukulele and nobody really gets to try it either so it's tough to feel like you gotta hear this it's like the best sounding ukulele i have but i wish people would be able to hear it but it's it's tough without this leaving the office <laughs> so uh rob asked mm-hmm. uh what model is that one this is i mean it doesn't even have it on yeah. because like it was uh, like a prototype that we had but uh, this is the uh Kanilea ebony uh, ebony fingerboard e silk tenor. Yeah. It's e silk. Yeah. I think now you you just gotta order like a K one. Yeah, yeah. Like a K one. Put e silk on it. Silk like, finish. Yeah. Before they used to have like a specific mm-hmm. uh, where you just select that one, but then now it's like all custom mm-hmm. shop stuff. So, yeah, 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 yeah. So that's really what it is. Like one of the best sounding ukes that I have. I, I, I think the people that were at the retreat because I was using this uke or was I using my uh, my custom ukulele? I think you had that one. And I don't know if you guys remember the people that went to the retreat. I don't know if you guys remember this thing cuts through. <laughs> like if uh, if I was playing it in in, um, in front of that room that we were all at, you guys could hear it from the back. Yeah, it's it's, it's a good sounding ukulele. This. Like when everybody's kind of like uh, playing all together, mm-hmm. and then you're like leading everybody, mm-hmm. you you can hear your yes. ukulele come out. So yeah, yeah, uh, yeah and mm-hmm. I think when we got that one too. Uh, there's like a lot of comments, right? Like we kind of started seeing comments like, "Oh, he only sounds like that because he has a custom ukulele." Yeah, oh. yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's like, true. No, it's like, <laughs> yeah, ukulele is nice, but we don't want it to yeah. feel like that. And I yeah. think even when uh, when this talk started, right? Mm-hmm. I think didn't Aaron ask you like, "Oh, can you ask them for an Islander ukulele?" Mm-hmm. So like an even you know, it's not. Not a uh, bad ukulele, but like yeah. an even cheaper ukulele. Yeah. So people More affordable. Would... Yeah. Because even this, so this ukulele behind me right here is a low G ukulele. But that this is a um, a satin. I believe this. Yeah, this is satin finish ukulele. So the less uh, finish that you have on you, actually, the better and louder it sounds, in my opinion. Um, this. Is another one of like the best sounding ukes that I have. It's like, honestly, if let's let's take a listen to this. So you hear let's let's play this ukulele. Unplug. Can I unplug this? Uh, yeah. Give me a sec yeah. to just mute that channel. Uh, yeah. Yep. Okay. Let me unplug this, or you can just mute the channel, I guess. Right? I can just keep yeah. it plugged yeah. in. Okay. Yeah. So I'm uh, I'm gonna play this ukulele just so you guys can pick it up here. 
still sounding uke unplugged and this this doesn't even have a plug in there yeah. so but it's low g too so uh, even if i don't play that that low g i'm gonna mute that low g It's a monster. This thing is a is a beast of a of a sound monster. I think this is, uh, and I brought this today because we're doing our um, our songs today. Our, the songs that we wrote. This is uh, I've shown this before. This is the Olakaina twentieth uh, anniversary Kanalea. Very rare, unavailable. <laughs> Only mine. Yeah. <laughs> Only mine. And maybe like fifteen other people. <laughs> they have one, but this that's one that's, that's mine. One yeah. of fifteen. I think. I'm I'm, I'm guessing. I don't know if Honoka, Azita, and uh, and Jody got one <laughs> for the track. So in that case, maybe Mike should have one too, because <laughs> Mike was in that track for uh, for Olaka Aina. But yeah, um, that's those are the reasons why I use this ukulele and not my custom, and not because I don't like my custom or whatever. I love 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 my custom, but for teaching, this one hands down the best. Doesn't have to be fancy. And uh, yeah, and my my students uh, or my former student Matt even took it a uh, step further. So he got that fancy uke, but he got like the numbers on his fretboard and yeah, stuff. Yeah, for teaching. And it's a uh, and it's satin finish. So I'm like, see, good good on you, Matt. See, now you now you're learning. You know, now you're learning. <laughs> but yeah, that's that's basically the point. And you know, I want to just show a that a run of the mill like K one. Uh, yeah, it's not even a K two. Is that even like that? You know. Uh, I mean, I curly. guess like, this is curly-ish, but this looks like one of their K ones. You know, don't ask about the green thing. <laughs> yeah, mm. I think it was uh, like a K one at the time. Yeah. Yeah. This. So, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, another question that we had last week mm-hmm. uh, is uh, Brett asked, "Do you have any lessons geared towards kids?" Ooh. Um. There, I mean, we definitely have kids taking lessons here on Ukulele Underground, but as far as lessons specifically for kids, that's gonna have to be a project that we're, you know, that we have to work on that is like specifically targeted for kids. I, I don't know. I, I feel like I'm a little scary to some kids. Like maybe like you find somebody that looks a lot friendlier, you know, and less sarcastic. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, yeah, no, I, I would love to do some, uh, some kid. Uh, centric or you know or those kind of lessons that are typically made for 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 children now that i have a kid of my own and stuff i don't know if i'd have her watch like regular ukulele underground just because it's like dad says things well it (laughs) it depends like what like what age of kid that's true yeah because you know we got we uh we we got people like um maybe i shouldn't name names but we got (laughs) people that that are like five year you know five years old that are learning with us and like and they're they're doing well you know it's not like i think we have we have a, quite a we few a bunch, yeah. around like 10 mm-hmm. and like, yeah. So, and whenever some a parent says like, oh, can my kid learn from your site? Yeah. I send them to Ukulele 100 and I know like a lot of them come back mm-hmm. and they're like, or a lot of parents go like, oh, my kid has been doing Ukulele 100 and they've yeah. done all the lessons. Uh, should we join or something? Yeah. So, yeah, I, I don't, I mean, we don't gear the lessons towards kids, mm-hmm. but... I don't think it's they're appropriate. Like, yeah, you know, it's not yeah. prohibitive. That's to that's kids. that's what I was gonna say. Like all joking aside, I'm, I'm constantly joking, but all joking aside, 
all the content on ukulele underground is is appropriate there's nothing you know we've never done any kind of like inappropriate lesson or we've said stuff even here on thursday live like i don't think we've you know we've ever like like had any foul language or whatever <laughs> yeah, yeah. you know like, yeah. or, we, we even not, yeah. censored sublime yeah we did <laughs> yeah and that's that's a big no-no yeah <laughs> like, yeah you know, but i had a... to talk about wrestling instead <laughs> yeah we did a sublime cover yeah we censored had a it. lot of uh, a lot of expletives in there so, and, you know, yeah. <laughs> so we yeah it, this show has always been um appropriate for children and um although it's not geared towards children mm-hmm. it's appropriate for children so if you want you know kids to watch the show or to watch any of the tutorials feel free to do so i, I know uh families that like listen to this show yeah. right like yeah. uh just sit around and and, and watch maybe not or, listen like watch the show and stuff yeah you and know? families who play along to the jams yeah too, to the jams so, yeah so. so it's it's appropriate i, I think mm-hmm. even if like our even if slash when we make mm-hmm. kid content too it, I, I don't think we would like talk down or mm-hmm. like you know make it like okay yeah. No okay, so, children. Yeah, like yeah. oh, okay, yeah. This is, it's gonna. We're gonna. Yeah. Just but I. Do this. But I do. I do want to make stuff like like that where it's you know like it's clearly like a children's like, ukulele class. I would Are love you to dress up like the Wiggles. <laughs> <laughs> I need a belt. I need that belt. You know, like, wiggle belt that they have. Yeah, yeah, that would be cool. But you know, like I want to do something like that. I don't know. I have to find the right person because it can't be me. Like I don't think I can get into that mindset. Of, yeah. Like, hey, children. Let's, you know, like, I, I can't like that. I can't even do it with my own kid, you know. Like I, I try to do it now, and she's like, "Dad, just stop." Like, yeah, <laughs> just, yeah. just, yeah. And then the cool thing too about mm-hmm. like there, there are kids that are U Plus subscribers, mm-hmm. or their parents mm-hmm. sign them up, and then they come to you with the songs that they want to learn. Yeah, yeah. because like we're terrible <laughs> yeah. at figuring out what yeah. kids want to learn. So I, like, if they just tell you, then that, that's <laughs> a lot easier. And I'm surprised by like some of the stuff that they ask me to, you know, ask me to do. I'm like, how do you even know that song sometimes, yeah. you know? But, and sometimes I'll, I'll get songs that I'm like, I've never heard that. It must be, you know, something, something new. And, and, you know, and it is. So it, it's cool. It's always appropriate. I'm, you know, even with the private lessons and stuff, especially for the private lessons, um, I can gear it more towards like whatever age you are, like big or small. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I think, yeah. Mm-hmm. And, and like, uh, there's like some comments talking about, uh, people are saying like, oh, you guys are very friendly and it's never, you know, it's very easy to watch and stuff. Yeah. Uh, but like, um, uh, I, I just don't think education sites should be inappropriate. Like that's just one. Yeah. But that's just me. But I don't know. I guess I've learned from some inappropriate education sites. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like, I think too, uh, parents sometimes, mm-hmm. like, we get questions because Jim said, mm-hmm. uh, go on, add Lava and Maui. And I guess there are kids who want to learn those songs too. Yeah. But I feel like a lot of times it's adults who think, like, oh, <laughs> that's, that's appropriate yeah. kids, for my kids. Yes. Because, want- <laughs> yes. like, we, we yes. have kids who come to live coaching and then we're like, why, why do you want to learn this song? This is such an old song, <laughs> yeah. but it's like, this is awesome that you want to learn. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We're so excited to teach you this stuff. I had a, I had a kid come into, um, and they got they got to be under ten years old, and uh, they wanted to learn "Tears in Heaven." I'm like, that's such a heavy song for like someone that's like <laughs> under ten years old. But yeah. whatever, I'll but teach that's you whatever so you want. Cool. <laughs> yeah, it's super cool, but it's a very heavy song. Yeah. Like, yeah. And um, so we were like transposing it to like a, a more friendlier key, you know, for uh, for for the little kid, but like. I was surprised. Yeah. I was like, they like 
honestly wanted to learn that, and they liked that song. I, I thought it was just gonna be like <laughs> their parents, yeah, you know, their parents like trying to be like, oh, you should learn this, you yeah, can yeah, play no, it for whatever. Your they wanted and to. Like, they wanted to do it. I was so surprised. Yeah. Um, I think we can because mm-hmm. we've talked about her before. Mm-hmm. But didn't Hamsini like when she jumped in? She was like. I just want to learn solos already. Mm-hmm. Like uh, I'm kind of like past <laughs> like songs made easy yeah. and stuff. And so she didn't she like the first time she played whatever solo song for you. And you're like, yeah, you're doing good already. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's. I mean, it's. Who that I it always it always fills me like inside to see how much how much people have improved like throughout mm-hmm. the years that we've been doing these private lessons that uh, here on Ukulele Underground because. Back then, before the private lessons, we would just be like, okay, well, I think, you know, people are improving. You know, we got this whatever 30-day system thing that people can watch if they want to improve, like practice sessions and whatnot. But until the private lessons started, it wasn't, like, I didn't really see, you know, um, too much progress from uh, from people in person, you know, kind of thing. But now that I've been doing it, it's just like, man, that is yeah. so cool. <laughs> like, I, ha. Huh. And I've been adding more and more, you know, like, um, uh, slots for private lessons and I can kind of see people more often and s- people are coming like on a regular basis. It's been really, really, really cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. So um, let's ask one last question, but we're not going to answer it. We're going to leave it as a cliffhanger and then we're going to move on to uh, our songs for the songwriting challenge. Okay. Go ahead, Kai. Ask the last question. So this is the the first question of the Ukulele podcast, Ooh, right? Ukulele on the ground, the, the Ukulele on the ground podcast. So the capital okay. H <laughs> uh, in the th, yeah. Okay, <laughs> Ukulele on the ground podcast. Uh, so Chris and Sue asked, yeah. uh, "Can you discuss radius fretboards?" Okay, we will. On the very first episode of the Ukulele on the Ground podcast, we sure will. Yeah. Oh, Kevin had a question earlier too, but we. we... We'll try to get to that okay. after. Okay, sounds good. Sounds good. All right. So um, here on Thursday live lesson, uh, we have a we have a thing called the songwriting challenge. So we put out a um, you know some parameters, and you guys write songs based on those parameters. And um, we either give you guys like a key to do you know to write a song in, or a chorus to write a song in, or a theme to write a song in. Um, but this uh, for this challenge. Basically, our rules were, Kahai? Uh, just write a theme song for a show. This show. Or whatever show you want. Yeah. Yeah. This show <laughs> or whatever show song. you want. Yeah. The bonus was for this show. For this show, yes. Yeah. We did have bonuses. What are the bonuses? Uh, it was only that, I think. And okay. then uh, you gave like a, a suggested uh, a chord pattern. Yeah. So What was the suggested chord pattern? I believe it was one, two, four. One, one two, two, four, four five. Uh, no, it was one, two, four, one. I think. Huh. What, whatever. Uh, what is it? Uh, how can I get over? Is... Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. One. That was. That is one, two, four. Mm-hmm. Okay. Nice, yeah. nice. So, um, yeah, that's uh, that's the parameters for this songwriting challenge. So we all wrote songs, but um, for you guys, it's due in a couple weeks. It's not due next week mm-hmm. for them, is it? Yeah, no, a couple no. weeks. Um, because we really only had one week to do this. I think we we set out this. Uh, we set this challenge last week. And we're doing it today. We usually do two weeks, you know, for for us. It's due for two weeks. But since next week is the Ukulele on the Ground podcast, where the name change is happening, we need a brand new theme. So our uh, mission was to write a theme song. Okay. Now, um, 
Let's see. I'll go. I'll go first. So. <sighs> This is mine. I wrote it on this. So I actually wrote two songs. Okay, one with lyrics and one with no lyrics. So here's the one with lyrics because we probably will get sued <laughs> using this song for our podcast. So here we go. On Kauai, <laughs> we do the podcast life. <laughs> on Thursdays, ukulele on the ground records the podcast live. On Kauai, we do a podcast live. On Thursdays, ukulele on the ground records the podcast live. Kahai's on the board, so it always sounds clean. Send all your questions for Aaron and I'll dream. We're talking you, but sometimes Nick tunes too. Whatever questions you get, you know what for do. On Kauai, we do a podcast life. On Thursdays, ukulele underground records the podcast live. On Kauai. We have a podcast live On Thursdays, ukulele underground records a podcast live. <laughs> yeah. See, how's that? So, uh, <laughs> why, why, why would he, why would he get in trouble? What, what was that song supposed to sound like? Leilani. It's Hawaiian. Yeah. <laughs> Because that's because island stuff hey, yeah, yeah. is a so it's it's a multi-layer joke. <laughs> <laughs> okay, um, you're gonna have to forgive me because I'm going to have to uh, listen just really quick to what I had recorded because I had to record it just to remind me of what it sounds like. <laughs> okay, goes like this. <laughs> got it, got it. Got it. I just needed that first few. This okay, is your this is the actual. This is the actual song. Okay, I'm going. I wanted to keep things like how the old theme was, because the old theme goes. So I mm-hmm. basically just kind of played off of the old theme. The new theme is kind of like that, but in a you know in a brand new key and it's got a new groove to it. So there is my uh, ukulele on the ground podcast theme. Short because it has to be kind of short, you know. I guess you can make it long, however, whatever you think. <laughs> yeah. That's fine. All right. So next up, who wants to go next? 
Uh, I'll go. <laughs> uh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, we should have the first episode have... that be that island style. <laughs> <laughs> maybe uh, maybe we can do that for the video opening, and then we can do uh, for the, the actual recorded <laughs> podcast. Right, we'll we'll have something else. So okay. Um, it's uh, Aaron has my computer, so it's opening mm-hmm. theme on the desktop. Okay. Mm-hmm. There's two. There's like uh, I I don't know if the other one's called closing theme. Yeah, I actually yeah, made. I yeah. Ooh, you made two also. Yeah. Opening theme. That was like a kablam. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. Nice. yeah. <laughs> oh man, that's cool. And that's then cool. he has a closing theme too. Yeah. Oh, nice. Because <laughs> <laughs> yeah. every good anime has a close, has an opening and closing theme. That sounds like all right, children. What what did we learn today? Like today's today has been episode has been brought to you by the uh, letter, (laughs) (laughs) the number, this. Where's that from, Kai? Tell us about the closing and opening theme that you made. So the opening, uh, I started making the opening first, Mm -hmm. and it's exactly like Aaron said. I had like (laughs) very much kablam and two tone army and. Mm -hmm. I tried to make it energetic. I thought like that might be a fun opening, like trying to, you know, make it like sound like, and I wasn't even thinking about like, I don't know if I would do the voiceover or find somebody who has like that nice smooth (laughs) voiceover, but being like live from, you know, yeah, 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 like doing, trying to recreate the Kabam theme, but this is, yeah. It's one of those moments that I miss Greg White. I think Greg would have worked. Oh, yeah, yeah. You know. Anyway, go ahead. Sorry. <laughs> uh, I did that one first. And then I was kind of in the middle of like arranging the horn section. Mm-hmm. And it, it just wasn't coming out. So I like I just recorded the second one. And the second one, it wasn't a closing theme originally. But mm-hmm. I just, I was like, well, what if I kind of bring it down? And then <laughs> maybe think about more like, oh, this is a show that like, you know, almost like a this is our NPR show to help you guys learn the boy. <laughs> you know, kind of make that kind of opening where, where it can be playing and then it's like uh, kind of on, on a softer volume and then mm. we'd be like, on this episode, we talk about this, you know, <laughs> yeah. in, the, in the foreground. So, yeah. uh, and well, that's, if you'd um, like to support the show, sign up for UU Plus yeah. at ukuleleunderground.com. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then that's what came out. And then when I listening back to it, I was kind of like, oh, I think this is like more, I could probably put this more at the end mm-hmm. or something. Mm-hmm. If it'd fit better. So yeah. it's very like Mr. Rogers. Like, you know. <laughs> yeah. both, both of them, I, I tried to make it like, it's just like, it's repeating chords right and it's just mm-hmm. one thing so mm-hmm. i tried to make, keep it short and keep it very much like it can be mm-hmm. just a 20 second opener or something yeah so, yeah, yeah. Cool. i like that you kept the uh 
Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I wanted to, yeah, yeah. In, the, in the same way, I kind of wanted to keep that same uh, feeling of yeah. the original opening. Yeah. So, yeah. All right, yeah. Okay. Um, let's see. Let's see if this comes up. got a question that's been burning a hole and a rolling around in my head would you take a second to consider my thoughts and what we ought to make of this mess because three heads are better than one i'm open to discussion and when we are done i know we'll find the answer together Yes. <laughs> yes. Yes. Any of these. I'll be happy with any of these. Oh, man. So good. So that was like, because like I was thinking of like, when I think of theme songs, I think of like classic 90s sitcoms. Oh, yeah, yeah. So that was like Family Matters, yeah, you know, yeah. kind of like in that vein. Or like like Randy Newman, like a mm-hmm. kind of Toy Story. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I was thinking Toy Story. Yeah. That's, yeah. That's my first yeah. But I, I was mean, thinking Family Matters. Family Matters. You had that like... Yeah, yeah, yeah. and even that chord too that it goes... Um, um... Yeah. yeah. There must be some magic clue inside these channel yeah. walls. Yeah. yeah. Oh, man. So good. Yeah. So good. <laughs> but um, yeah, it was, uh, it was pretty much that. Mm-hmm. I was thinking of like kind of step by step and yeah. uh, growing pains theme is, mm-hmm. you know, I, I was imagining <laughs> us like doing, you know, they have the montage of each of us and then they have polishing the, the car. Yeah. And then they look at the camera. <laughs> the camera. Yeah. Oh, man. Ah, oh, so yeah. Good. It's like <laughs> 90s sitcoms, guys. We have to add that to our, you know, to our list of things that we talk about on this show. Nicktoons <laughs> yeah. and 90s, 90s. sitcoms. <laughs> Just 90s things in general. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So, uh, you guys have heard our songs. Um, you know, that's basically what you can do with the parameters of uh, the songwriting challenge. So, feel free, uh, feel free to write your own song. And um, we'll, all the people who have submitted songs, we'll put it in a wheel. And whoever, you know, the wheel lands on, it's going to be a random thing. Uh, we'll gift you a, an extra private lesson. So this is a non, um, what do you call, uh, expire, it's a non-expiring private lesson. So usually private lessons are two a month and they don't carry over. But uh, you can have three private lessons for whichever month that you want to choose. Okay, so just let, let us know or let me know. Just um, when you sign up for a private lesson, just say, uh, this is going to be my third private lesson or whatever, you know, and I think some people want it before. That's our prize for, uh, for this time. Please write your song, submit it, and you never know. We might use your intro for one of the, one of the episodes, right, Kahai? Mm-hmm. You just never yeah. know. You just never know. I, uh, mm-hmm. So, who said it? Uh, Rob said mm-hmm. when we were playing, when Aaron was playing my song, mm-hmm. he said, I think you should use Kahai's for a change-up, but mm-hmm. if we get some you know if they're mm-hmm. appropriate and we can use it like from you guys and you're okay mm-hmm. with it yeah you could maybe like just you know kind of change the theme every yep. so often yep. too mm-hmm. so yeah sounds good I'm, I'm down with that but just use the same ending theme every time <laughs> <laughs> or if someone wants to write any theme that's cool too i'm i'm open to whatever you know i'm uh 
Yeah, it's all about the community. That, what, the, what the Ukula on the Ground podcast community wants to do. That'll that'll be our next songwriting challenge. Yeah. Write a closing theme now. Yeah. <laughs> write the opening theme, and now we write. A I think we can theme. rely on our billions of listeners, right, Kai? We were yeah. billions at this point. Yeah, I saw we were at like nine hundred million last time. I think I think we did we <laughs> tipped finally over. tipped over yeah. to yeah. the one billion mark. Yeah, yeah, I think so. We're super popular. Uh-huh. People love us <laughs> because because we're the, we're the love us. <laughs> Please. <laughs> well, we're we're the tastiest. We're yeah. the tastiest yeah. of all podcasts. So. Yeah, yeah, I mean, like, that's you know, steak. I, I feel like I've had the tastiest steak, but people hate on steak all the time, especially you know, vegetarians. <laughs> but just just because we're the steak, or at least Kahai is the you know is the steak of this group, doesn't doesn't mean you know he gets as much love as he deserves, right, Kahai? Mm-hmm. So, Kahai, please. Tip Kahai over to the billion mark. I think we might have 990 million subscribers to this podcast. I think just, <laughs> if you guys could find 10 million friends, please, to subscribe to this podcast so that we could finally get that 1 billion, you know? Yeah. I think that would be, that would be great. Right? <laughs> there, uh, can, we, can we have a push campaign? Yeah. <laughs> uh, like, uh, on a related serious note, uh, there was somebody in the forum mm. asking how they should submit their songs for mm. songwriting okay. challenges. Yeah. Yeah. And you can uh, submit it in the forum. Like, we would love to see you actually playing it or, you know, you recording it or something. Uh, but if you don't want to do a video, you can do audio too. And you can even just, uh, I told the person, you can just send it to us uh, at this address. So, yeah. yeah it's questions at glowunderground.com. That's right. I'm doing this, and the podcast people are like, I don't know what we're the listeners. <laughs> the listeners. Yeah, yeah. yeah, um, yeah. There, there is a video version of those podcasts. If you are um, an awesome um, podcast listener, you can also watch us just be silly and do our thing um, over on uh, the Ukulele on the Ground YouTube that where Kahai posts up all the replays of the Ukulele on the Ground podcast. I think we can, it's, it's two o'clock. I think we can safely call it the ukulele on the ground podcast now and say goodbye to thursday live lesson how about one last send off to thursday live lesson guys let's just give it up for thursday live lessons this is the last very last episode of thursday live lessons kai remember when you told me five years ago that on the last thursday live lessons on the la- very last episode of thursday live lesson you were going to sing a song remember, remember you told me that? like mm. You probably forgot it was five you years ago. You probably forgot. It was like a long time ago. Yeah, like, I, I, I don't see it in my contract. So. <laughs> it out. No, it was just kind of like a conversation that we had. You yeah. know what I mean? we, we were having a heart-to-heart talk. You know, hey. I was opening myself up to you about like my, hey. you know, some personal things about like, oh, you know, I don't, I don't know if you I know, should get this uke or that uke. It was a you, very personal conversation that we were having. You're like, you know you what know? they say, right? You know what they say, dude? Get a get a prenup. If you, if you want something, get a prenup. Get it in in writing. Come on. Yeah. Remember when you were saying that you're gonna you know do something special for you're like man we're gonna go out with a bang and I'm gonna do something I'm gonna sing Billie Jean by Michael Jackson. Remember you said, when you said that? You know it's like Coco. It's too bad that there's a second death. Forget about something. <laughs> Also, the second death of the show. When people stop talking about there, Thursday Live Lesson. It, it seems like that memory needs a first birth first <laughs> before it can have a second death. So. All right, guys. On that note, we'll see you folks next time on the Ukula on the Ground podcast. Is there anything else we want to say before we go? Yeah, I think uh, we want to mention that next week 
after the podcast, it's not going to be normal, right? Mm. Yeah, after the Ukulele on the Ground podcast, next week is going to be an open mic. So open mic is next week, Thursday, after the Ukulele on the Ground podcast. Um, keep your eye out on our Instagram and Facebook for more details and also on Ukulele on the Ground Plus. Uh, we'll, we'll have the details in there and a link where you guys can go if you want to participate in the Ukulele on the Ground open mic or if you want to just watch. All the details will be on the site. But basically, you just kind of log in to the zoom room or mm-hmm. uh, log in if you want to you know if you want to join in if you want to sing and stuff log into the zoom room and we can uh help you get set up with that um it's it's as easy as uh, as how the private lessons work basically you know you just kind of go in the room and we'll we'll feature you in kahai will uh you know we'll, we'll do that and um if you want to just watch there'll be like a feed right that they can just watch uh not for this first one yeah, this first so one. you'll just log so, into the Zoom okay. room and log in Zoom, that you're not going to perform. Yeah, super, super easy. Yeah, right. we we want to see if our internet can handle <laughs> the Zoom room first, and then maybe we can do a Zoom and feed next time. <laughs> yeah. But for it, right now, it barely made it through yeah. this one. It, it, it <laughs> cut out halfway. So <laughs> yeah, don't worry. We'll we'll have enough paper clips and rubber bands for next week to hold it all together (laughs) so yeah so it'll uh it's gonna be after the Mm -hmm. podcast and then uh you can join probably around like uh, 220 we'll say but then uh the official start of it will be 230 we're aiming for 230 yeah next week thursday 230 open mic ukulele underground once again keep your eyes out on Ukulele on the Ground, Ukulele on the Ground Plus, you'll have, um, you know, we'll have the details, the information, and the link in there. Also, uh, we'll post something up on Instagram. Okay? See you folks next time. Have a great one. Aloha. Thanks for listening.